Hi, I'm Alex Rubin, and thank you so much for joining me on my daily teaching podcast, Grace to Your World. You know, the more we understand God's grace, the more do we find ourselves empowered to change our world and to live the overcoming life. Now, with that being said, let's get into today's message and grow in our walk with Jesus together. Genesis chapter 39, I want to now look at the example of, of Joseph as, uh, as really just our example of what does it look like to prosper God's way? What does that look like? And I, I want to show you something very profound here, and I want to show you how the Bible defines Joseph being a prosperous man. Notice what he says here. Genesis chapter 39, and uh, let's look at verse 2. Let's start in verse 2. And so he says here in verse 2, he says, And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. Praise God, he was a prosperous man. Why? Because the Lord was with him. He says, the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And notice this now, guys. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now, no, no, no. Hold on, guys. Let's, let's break this down here. You see, the context of this here is, is that Joseph was, it says here, he was in his master's house, the Egyptian. What this means is, guys, that Joseph was actually... He was, he was really a slave at this point in his life, you see. This was when Joseph was, was uh, sold as a slave in, in uh, Egypt. And so, guys, I want you to really kind of catch the, 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 the enormity of this verse. You see, here is Joseph. Here's a, here's a slave. You see, here's a man who's, who's, who's been sold as a slave. Guys, what this means is that Joseph had absolutely nothing to his name, you see. He didn't have a well-paying job, <laughs> praise God. You know, he didn't have the car. He didn't have a house or anything like that. He didn't have the status. No, he was a slave in Egypt. And so watch this now, guys. Joseph being a slave in Egypt, the Bible says he was a prosperous man. He was a prosperous man, even though he was a slave in Egypt. Another translation here says he was a successful man and he says the reason that Joseph was successful was because the Lord was with Joseph. And so what I want you to understand is what makes you a successful person, what makes you a successful individual is not anything that you do. It is not you uh, accumulating certain amounts of, uh, of money or, or having the position, having the status, anything like that. No, no, no. Remember, we're not doing this the world's way. No, what makes you successful is the fact that you've got the presence of God in your life. You see, you see, in fact, I want you to say this out loud. I want you to say, I want you to say, I want you to say the Lord is with me. And I'll say, I am successful. Say the Lord is with me. And then say, I am successful. And I'll say it like this. I want you to say your name. Say the Lord is with and say your name. And so the Lord is with Alex and then say, I am successful. The Lord is with Alex and I'm a successful man. 
Say, I'm a successful man or I'm a successful woman. Say, I'm successful, I'm successful. You see, you may not have anything right now, but you see, you operating in godly success, godly prosperity, it's got to begin with you having the right kind of self-image on the inside, you see. And so you got to understand, God defines success differently than the world defines success. God does not look at us as successful based on what we do or accumulate. Joseph had absolutely nothing at all when the word says he was a prosperous man. And so the first step for us operating in this, guys, is we must begin to develop a self-image of success. You see, you got to begin to see yourself as successful. You operating in the blessings of God for your life is always going to start with you beginning to see yourself the way that God sees you. I want you to understand God sees you as successful. You see, God sees you as successful. And so what you want to do is you want to begin to, to get into the habit of saying that. You see, you see, now don't you, don't you go around saying, you know, this thing, well, Alex, things never work out for me. You know, Alex, I never get any good breaks. No, 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 no. You don't want to you don't want to speak that over your life no your confession is i am you say your name and then you say i am a successful person i am a successful person you begin with the right kind of self-image and so look at what happened here now in joseph's case as a result of him being successful the bible says in verse 2 and the lord was with joseph and he was a prosperous man and he was in his house and he was in the house of his master the Egyptian. Now look at verse 3. Verse 3, and I want you to notice, guys, what happens when, when, when you begin to have the right kind of self-image, when you begin to see yourself as successful simply as a result of, of, of the presence of God in your life. Look at verse 3. Verse 3 said, And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Stop right there. You see, what happens is when you begin to operate as a person who is uh, confident in your success simply because simply because the Lord is with you what happens as a result is people are gonna begin to notice that there's something a little bit different about you you see yeah, people are going to start to notice there's something different about you and, and what it is you know they they may not be able to explain it but what it is, is glory to God. It is uh, the presence of uh, God in your life. You see, when, 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 when people uh, begin to uh, get a sense for that, what happens is, you know, uh, you going around uh, uh, knowing that you're already successful uh, because, because of the presence of God in your life, well, all of a sudden what's going to happen is you're going to see some favor in places where maybe you didn't expect some favor to show up. This, that's what happened to Joseph. You see... He was a slave here in his master's house, but watch what happened. And his master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. And so, even though Joseph was in this situation where in the natural, according to the world system, he should not be successful, the Bible said, the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Look at verse 4. And Joseph found grace in his sight, in his master's sight, and he served him. And watch this. <laughs> Glory to God. Look at this now. And he, the master, made him the overseer over his house 
and all that he had he put into his hand everybody say unmerited favor unmerited favor baby glory to god you see that's exactly what happened here to joseph and look at verse 5 it says and it came to pass from the time that he, that he had made him overseer that the master had made uh, joseph overseer in his house and watch this over all that he had guys that's some supernatural uh favor here happening you see you see, uh, uh, he, he, Joseph went from just being a slave to all of a sudden he's the overseer, and 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 he and and the master puts everything that he ha that he has into Joseph's um, uh, hand. In other words, he he, uh, he he Joseph became the overseer over all that he had. The word says, and watch this, and the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. That's what's going to happen. When you walk around confident in the presence of God in your life, you see, uh, you're going to begin to see some favor showing up in your life. And watch this now, friend. It's not it's not only going to show up in your life. No, you're going to begin to see some good things happening in the lives of people around you. That's what happened here. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And so let's let's break this down here. It said that Joseph was a successful man because the Lord was with him. And so what we get from this is first first thing I want you to, uh, in fact, if you're writing, if you're taking notes, I want you to write this down. First thing that we get from this is, number one, we got to have the right kind of self-image. You got to start to see yourself successful. See yourself successful no matter where you're at right now. You see, no matter where you find yourself right now, your self-image is, I am successful. I am a success. Now, the second thing I want you to notice is, is that our relationship with God must always be first. You see, your relationship with God must always be first. And so the reason you're successful is because of the presence of God in your life. Now, you see, there, there's one thing now, guys, for a person to uh, intellectually have an understanding that God is, is with you, that his presence is with you. But what I want you to understand is, and this is what I believe, is, is, is that Joseph, you know, the reason that he prospered in this way is because Joseph knew that the presence of God was with him. You see, Joseph was, was someone who had an awareness of the presence of God in his life. And so what we want to do is we want to, number one, see ourselves as successful because the Lord is with us. Now, two, is what you want to do is you want to begin to practice the presence of God. You want to begin to practice the presence of God. You see, the, the, the truth is you're always in the presence of God. Guys, remember God is omnipresent. That means he's everywhere present at all times in his fullness. You see, God is everywhere fully present at all times. Which is again, by the way, guys, you know, when sin happened, God did not withdraw his presence from, from, from mankind because guys, you know, uh, where would God go? Uh, is a God is omnipresent. And so there's really nowhere for him to go. <laughs> and so God is always present. Amen. But key is you want to be someone who practices his presence, meaning you begin to put your focus on his on his presence now how do you practice the presence of god one one way to do it is just to acknowledge his presence throughout throughout the day you know uh you talk to him you know uh, one one thing you can do is is you thank him 
you see every time that you're just uh, grateful you know you're you're maintaining an attitude of thanksgiving what you're doing is you're practicing the presence of God because you are acknowledging his presence in your life you see you see you praise him throughout the day uh, you, you you can pray and the Holy Ghost is another way to powerfully practice his presence and so throughout the day you want to be practicing his presence because you're remembering it's the presence of God in your life that makes you a success. It's your relationship with Jesus that makes you a success. And now the third thing I want you to take note of and write down is we must begin to expect God's favor everywhere we go. That's what happened to Joseph. You see yourself successful? Practice the presence of God in your life? Now, number three, you're going to expect God's favor everywhere that you go. You see, the Bible says in Colossians that Christ in you is the hope of glory. Now, hope is confident or earnest expectation. Glory is talking about you seeing the manifestations of God's goodness in your life. And so Christ being in you, uh, and thank you, Lord, by the way, this is uh, a powerful way to practice his presence is, is you remembering, praise God, that you are not just aware of God's presence around you. No, you want to practice his presence on the inside of you, child of God. You see, you see, I'm going to talk more about this. I want you to begin to be God inside minded, you see. You're practicing his presence right on the inside of you. And the Bible said it's Christ in you that is your hope of glory, your earnest expectation that you're going to see some good things happening in your life. Now, someone says, well, Alex, I've, I've just never been a positive person. Uh, Alex, I can't help but just uh, worry and expect, you know, kind of the worst case scenarios. Hold on. What did I tell you earlier? I told you that you have a mind. You're not your mind. You have a mind. And, and, and really the reason for you, for you having a mind is so that you can use your mind. Your mind is not supposed to use you. And so in other words, what I'm saying is if you have those kind of negative thoughts, you want to renew your mind, you see. You don't, you don't identify with those thoughts. Those are just thoughts coming through, you see. That, that's not really you. That's, that's maybe who you were before you got born again. But praise God, who you are in Christ is not walking around with negative thoughts. Who you are in Christ is someone who knows, glory to God, that you are a successful person as a result of the presence of God in your life. And so you renew your mind. You start to expect good things to happen where you go, wherever you go. You start to expect God's favor everywhere that you go. Now, number four, take note, write, write it down. Number four is... We should also expect the people around us to get blessed simply because of our relationship with God. Number four is also expect the people around you to get blessed. Because remember, this is what we see here happening with, uh, with Joseph. Joseph got blessed. And if you go back here to... Um, Verse uh, verse four, and Joseph found grace in his sight, and he served him, and uh, he made him overseer over his house, and all that he had he put into into Joseph's hands. And so the Egyptian put all that he had in, into Joseph's hands. Now look at verse five, and it came to pass from the time that he had made him overseer in his house and over all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. The Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. That's huge, guys. 
You see, when you begin to see the manifestations of God's goodness in your life, God wants to not just pour his blessing out in your life. He also wants to bless the people that you come into contact with. Glory to God. You ought to go uh, to your job. You ought to show up at your job knowing that everybody in that company that you work for is blessed simply because you work there. You see, you want to know that wherever you go, that you are a blessing. You want to know that if you work at that company, that company is blessed because you're there. You see, you want to know that the people you come into contact with are being blessed simply because they come into contact with you that is a person who is operating in the blessing and in the favor of God you see you see you want to begin you see this is another contrast here guys between the world system and the kingdom of God system is um, you know that the world system guys is is really built on is really built on lack and scarcity you see, I want you to catch this. The, the world system is built on the idea that there is a limited amount of good to go around. And because there's a limited amount of good seemingly in the world system, that's what people believe in the world, that there's not enough good. You know, there's not enough opportunity. There's not enough money. There's not enough this. There's not enough that. And so there's this, this, this idea of lack in the world. And so as a result... There's this 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 competition, you know, immature competition, and so and so people are so focused just on, you know, it's just like me, my four, and no more, you know. I, I'm just trying to get the blessing. I'm just trying to, to to get ahead for myself, you know. I don't have any time to to want somebody else to to be blessed as well. But friend, I want you to understand: as you operate in the kingdom of God system, you're now operating in a system where there is no lack. You see, there's lack in the world. We're not denying the fact that there's, you know, lack and poverty in the world. But guys, that did not come from God. Why? Well, because in heaven, there is no lack. Catch that now. In heaven, there is no lack. And so when you shift around to understanding that you're operating in the kingdom of God's system, you're prospering God's way, you're no longer coming from this place of lack. In other words, you rather than resenting someone else you know thriving what you want to do is you want to begin to celebrate the success of other people you see you want to begin to celebrate the success of other people someone says well alex i i was praying to god for a promotion i didn't get the promotion someone else got the promotion are you saying you want me to celebrate for them oh friend uh yeah <laughs> you see i'm not saying that this is not going to take some some uh, renewing of the mind and, and, and kind of going against the flesh. You see, the flesh is, is a mindset. It's the unrenewed mind. But you see, the reason you're celebrating that is if you didn't get that promotion, well, that just means God's got something, something else for you. And you know what? It's going to be even better than what you thought it was going to be. You see, you got to change your mindset. You see, when you really expect God's favor everywhere that you go, then either a door supernaturally opens for you, or if a door doesn't open, well, then that just means God's got another door for you, you see? And so you begin to expect God's goodness everywhere you go. You begin to expect uh, people around you uh, to get blessed as well, and you celebrate when, when, when people around you get uh, blessed. Now, number five, this is key, and I believe that Joseph, this is what Joseph was doing. Number five is that whatever we are called to do, 
we should do it as unto the Lord. Whatever you're called to do, do it as unto the Lord. And so in other words, you're working at a job, but you know, it's not, you know, it's not necessarily your dream job. It's not what you, what, what you feel called to do. Uh, it's, it's not your, your calling. What I'm saying is, however, have a spirit of excellence, you see. You see, whatever you're called to do right now, wherever you find yourself at right now, wherever God has planted you right now, just begin to believe that God put you there for a reason for now. And while you're gonna be while you're there, you're gonna do the best possible job that you could that you could do. You see, no matter what it is that you do. You see, you sweep the floor somewhere, you're going to be the best uh, a floor sweeper that you can possibly be. You're going to do everything with, with a spirit of excellence, you see. You see, you're, you're, you're working uh, somewhere, you know, as an assistant somewhere, but you're expecting, you know, you're believing for a promotion, maybe moving into management. Well, you just be the best assistant that you can be. You know, you, you have a spirit of excellence where you're at. Why? Because you want to begin to do everything as unto the Lord. Look at Colossians chapter 3 verses uh, 23 and 24 Colossians chapter 3 verses 23 and 24 I want to show you this here we want to cultivate having a spirit of excellence everywhere that we go now guys remember this is not you performing to try to get the blessing from God no what we're talking about here is is you believing you're already blessed and now as a result of you believing that you're already blessed uh, what is that going to look like in your day-to-day -day life, you see? I want you to notice uh, what he says here in Colossians uh, 3.23 through 24. He says in verse 23, And whatever you do, do it heartily, glory to God, as unto the Lord and not unto men. You see, no matter where you find yourself, you may be working for a great company, you're, you're working for that company, but really what you're doing is you're working for the Lord. You see, God is your source. God, I want you to understand, ultimately is also your employer. <laughs> is, a, is a God, you know, you, you, have a, you have a boss, you have a, a, a human natural boss, but I want you to understand you've also got uh, your, your, your spiritual employer, you see. And so whatever you do, he says, do it heartily. In other words, do it... Uh, you know, do it joyfully. Do it. Do it. Uh, do it from the heart. You know, put your heart into it, uh, because you're working unto the Lord, not unto men. Now, look at verse 24. He says, "Knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ." And so, in other words, what does the Bible say? I believe it's in, in Psalms. He says, "Promotion cometh cometh from the Lord, guys." You see, promotion in your life is always going to come from the Lord. And so you do what you got to do. You do it to the best of your ability. You expect the favor of God. And whatever it is you do, do it as unto the Lord, you see. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me today. I'm Alex Rubit. You have been listening to Grace to Your World. Be sure to join me again on our next podcast as we continue growing in our understanding of God's grace. Now to learn more about our ministry and to download the full-length audio of this and other teachings, simply head to graceworldonline.org. 
For information on how to become a Grace Vision partner or how to make a gift of any amount to our ministry, simply head to graceworldonline.org forward slash give. And I pray that you continue to see God's grace manifesting richly in your life. And I look forward to talking to you again on our next podcast.